Welcome to Afro Leads, the podcast. Afro Lead consists of two sisters, myself, Julie and Steph, and we are on a mission to promote UK black business and culture. At present, we have an Instagram platform where we post daily positive posts about black business, groups, communities, celebrities, music and so much more. So allow us to introduce the talented Mr. Michael Scott. Michael is a teacher, scientist and entrepreneur. He was brought up in Nottingham where he attended school and then went on to study chemistry at the University of Nottingham. After graduating his Bachelor of Science in Chemistry, he did work experience at his previous school. Following this, he trained on to teach science. Whilst teaching, he realised there was a, quite a lack of representation within the science community. He set up Ultimate Learning, an online science brand that encourages and teaches viewers on all things science, which we absolutely adore. He has then since created Box Lab, the UK's newest home science kit, which when we posted about had the most incredible response when we posted about it. Lots of <laughs> followers responding that they loved the idea. It was an easy follow, so it was incredible to get that response for such a fantastic brand. We're all also blessed to have with us Jonathan Scott and we are aware that our Jonathan has been an integral part of Box Lab's journey today so we're equally excited to talk to, to Jonathan as well. A huge welcome to both of you. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Welcome both. How are you? Are you okay? Yeah thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Um, that, was, that was a great intro. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't have even wrote it better myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Well, it's all true. It's all facts. So you can imagine. Uh, well, what, obviously, when we're picking our guests, we obviously want to pick guests that we are obviously we love in terms of the products and things that we've seen but also really inspiring so we're really 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 excited to have you both onto the podcast because we love what you're what you're about we're really really keen to find as much information about you both as possible we're as open books we're open books could you share with <laughs> us although we have a little bit of insight into this but how do you two know each other go on john you can take this one but yeah no we're cousins Mine and Max's dad, yeah, twins. We're both actually the oldest sons of both our dads. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. We're the firstborns of both our dads. Both of us also were named after our dads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> there you go. The, the, the keep up the tradition, jokers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. My dad's Michael, his dad's Jonathan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. I love it. <laughs> and are you both based in Nottingham? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Nottingham, both Nottingham. Born and raised. Through and through. It's a nice family project as well. I love this. It's amazing. And what's your heritage, guys? Yeah, Black British. Yeah, I've got a grandma. Well, we're kind of, oh, yeah. we, we, we're second generation British. So, grandma, I, I feel my grandma doing, uh, telling the story. So, my grandma obviously born in Jamaica. She had her first two yeah. children in Jamaica. Is that right? Yeah. Two and then, then she, then she came. Then she came over on the boat, and she she's lived there. Is it sixty years or something now? And then yeah, rest of the children born over here in Nottingham. Nice. So, so Jamaica then. She had five yeah. kids. Yeah, she had five children over here. There's about twelve cousins. And yeah. About, and about twenty eight great grandchildren. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So my grandma's well blessed. Yeah. <laughs> grandma's well blessed. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well blessed, yeah. And have you had the privilege of going back to Jamaica, either of you? I went when I was year nine, so like 14. Yeah, I went when I was yeah. about 14 years old. So my granddad, not the granddad that me and Jonathan have, my mum's dad, he moved back to Jamaica when I was about 12. So we went to go visit him about two years later. Beautiful country. Okay. Beautiful country. I went back at the same kind of time. I think when I was 14, my mum took me and my brothers. My grandma had a bungalow out in Orange Bay. Well, she, she said it was Orange Bay, but I don't, I, everyone says there's no, no place called Orange Bay. But anyway, she, she had a bungalow in Orange Bay. Uh, but not yet. But saying my, this was my mum's mum. She, she took us back. And we went there for two weeks. We, we, we stayed in the grill, but my grandma went back to her flat in, in Orange Bay. I'd love to do Jamaica. I think, I know we've touched previously on how amazing Carnival is, but I absolutely <laughs> love Carnival. The food, the vibe, and like a lot of my friends are from, obviously got a Jamaican heritage as well. Yeah. I just think I would absolutely fall in love with the country. I just think it'd be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely on my bucket list for sure. 
Definitely, definitely. Hopefully, Afro Elise can be, you know, can can take you out there. Oh, yeah, it'll be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Let's manifest. Just just make sure Box Lab are with you though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, man. Yes. <laughs> so Michael, in the introduction, we mentioned that you're a teacher, scientist, and entrepreneur. Mm. Before we go into a bit deeper, what were you like? Well, this is an environment that you really enjoyed when you were like you know, as a youngster. It's funny, right? Because these are the conversations I was having with my cousin when we, when we were doing what we were doing. And I would say, like, I didn't really, I'll be honest, like, from year seven to probably, like, year 10, I didn't really take it too seriously. But I remember my dad had a serious conversation with me when we started, like, the GCSE mm-hmm. age. And I remember just starting year 10, and my dad said, right, <laughs> you've got to fix yourself up in these two years. So during the two years, I transformed myself around, grace of God, transformed myself around. And uh, yeah, I turned it all around in year 10 and 11. Made, made it happen in two years. <laughs> well, that was a big work. What about you, Did you enjoy school? School? Yeah. Thinking back on, on school now, I enjoyed school a lot more, but when I was in school, it was like, I wanted to get out of school. I've always been in music. That's all I've ever wanted to do was just music. So even when I was on, at school, I'd, I'd skip school, even though you shouldn't skip school, but I skipped school to do music. I'd go to studio all the time. I, I literally lived for music. So if I could rap or go to studio, if I could make beats, that's all I wanted to do. So that, that was kind of my whole school experience. The first school I went to, and obviously I know, I know Max was talking about his school experience before, but the first school I went to was heavy, very, very diverse. It was, I went to a school called Haywood. And that, that even though my mom didn't want me to go there because of the, the bad reputation, I, in the, from year eight onwards, I went to a school that was outskirts of Nottingham. And that was predominantly white school. But the education was a lot better than the school I, I was at when, when I was in year seven. And what is your background now? Did you, do you work in music? Is that? So now, yeah, well, I, I work at Clarendon College. So I work at Nottingham College. The, the music department's only just been shut down though. But last year I was the musical instructor for music last year. So up, up until that, up until I started working at Nottingham College, I was, I was just gigging. I was a full-time kind of like session musician, function band. So I used, I used to gig. Oh, wow. Lead, twice a week so I was gigging every week for at least six years some of the some of the like the biggest gigs I've ever done are like I played for Stormzy at Wireless Festival wow. uh, I played on, oh, I've, no, YouTube. yeah yeah I've done I've done YouTube stuff I've done I've been on one extra live and then last year I got this technician job at uh, Nottingham College so that was like my transition from going gigging every week and being out every weekend yeah to kind of working during the week and it was kind of like in the, at the same period where also me and Mike have been talking for a long time now about your education is the way forward, it's the future. And it's, it's kind of worked well. Me now, now I'm working education and obviously we're trying to gear more towards educating the, the next generation. It's kind of working out. Brilliant. And what instrument do you play? My main instrument is bass. I've always played bass, but I can play a little bit of keyboard because I'm at beats and uh, a little bit of guitar and a little bit of drums. Oh, wow, your whole band in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just need to work on my vocals. Once I get my vocals stuck, I used to do the whole thing. Fantastic. I love it. You two, you two are too cool. That's amazing. Yeah, man. He's, I think he's playing himself down, though, because if you look at all of, like, obviously what we'll get onto, if you look at all of, like, Ultimate Learning's highest viewed videos, mm-hmm. it's down to Jonathan. If you look at oh, the advertising for Box Lab, it's down to Jonathan as well. All that creative side comes from him. Yeah. Well, so tell us a bit more about Ultimate Learning. That was the beginning. That was the beginning, yeah. So, so Ultimate Learning was set up about four years ago. I've always worked. So I left university, went straight into schools. So I left uni and, you know, I was, I was like 21 teaching 16 year olds (laughs) so I went straight from university to school and then I started to do like a little bit of private tuition and then the numbers of like students just started to grow and then I used to rent a room I used to rent a church uh, a local church in Nottingham 
I used to rent a room and like hold tuition sessions in the church. And that's when I kind of set up ultimate wow. learning. It was for like inner city kids to come and they got like cheap, cheap tuition from obviously a top teacher. Yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. <laughs> and um, affordable. So we, aff- affordable. That's yeah. I like. You know what? I like that word. Affordable. Yeah. Affordable tuition. Um, we set up. A, I set up affordable tuition, and it was weird because some of the students that I was tutoring there, all of them kept saying, "Sir, you need to get a YouTube channel," and I was like. Now nah, I'm not a YouTube kind of person. I, I, I like to keep what I do low key. I, I don't really like to be out there like that. But then it was happening like year after year, like, sir, get a YouTube channel, get a YouTube channel. So yeah, that's where ultimate learning came. So the next thing was setting up that YouTube channel and just recording a whole load of videos. Yeah, just constantly recording, recording videos till like two o'clock in the morning going to work in the morning coming home and recording again took about a year (laughs) took about a year to get all these videos done and then yeah that's where my cousin came on board because I got let down quite a lot should I say in terms of like recording editing and and all of that kind of stuff I was relying on people to do it for me and I knew that obviously Jonathan that's his kind of like forte so yeah, Jonathan came on Ultimate Learning and then the videos took a spin. You can see where we started to do some crazy experiments and <laughs> <laughs> we've done some crazy experiments in our time. But the good thing was like, obviously like every time we're talking and we're recording videos and we're making content, we're always talking with each other about like, what's next? What's next? What's, you know, never kind of, getting comfortable with what we've done and it's and I remember like Jonathan's always like well what are we going to do next what's the next one what's what's the next thing and yeah you know we, we was recording right up until up until the lockdown we had quite a lot of footage to release over the lockdown and then that kind of led us to to box lab amazing so it seems like it's all a part of a progression and mm, definitely when you say it led to box lab what do you mean is it something you've been thinking about putting together or it's just a, a eureka moment about why haven't we done this before so me and jonathan have both got kids and like in some of our youtube videos you might see like the kids are in those youtube videos and we could kind of see that the kids are enjoying these experiments and, and not only that but like our kids were like recording experiments on their phones oh wow okay so so we were seeing the engagement from our own kids and then I was posting stuff like on my Facebook putting stuff on an Instagram page and during the lockdown um during the lockdown a few people like people who know that I'm a science teacher because of the lockdown a lot of kids were being educated at home so friends and cousins were messaging me saying, oh, you know, what can we do at home? We still want to educate our kids, but we don't know what to do. So a lot of it was like, oh, you know, we've just watched your YouTube video. How can we do that at home, yeah. but on a smaller scale? So I remember like, I was replying to all these messages like, oh yeah, buy this from Asda, buy this from eBay, buy this off Amazon, mix this and do that. This will happen, blah, blah, blah. And then I remember talking to Jonathan about it. And then it was like a light bulb moment of, you know, why don't we just put stuff in a box and, and sell it ourselves rather than giving, we was, well, we were still giving away like, education ideas to people but it was like rather than sending people to ebay amazon as the tesco why don't we just box it for them and give them a, a prepared box of experiments and yeah that's literally absolutely that is literally where box lab came from <laughs> so it's like out of covid as well it's so yeah the good yeah this is a covid yeah this is a covid baby 100 percent a covid baby 
I think it was kind of, I don't want to say it was like a perfect storm, but you've got parents who are at home and they're stuck with what to do with their kids. So a lot of people were emailing me and, and messaging me through the Instagram, through Ultimate Learning Instagram page and just saying like, what can we do at home? What can we do while the schools are closed? Mm-hmm. We still want to do something with our kids and make it fun. And yeah, Box Lab never came to my mind before. It never entered like our conversations before. Like I said, me and Jonathan have always been talking about what's next, what's mm-hmm. next, what's next. Mm-hmm. And then and then bang, it's just like God just dropped that on our laps. <laughs> oh, fantastic. It, it's amazing it though. It's yeah. that for me, I think it's the element of um convenience. I know it's that eureka moment for you and timing and everything, it's worked out you know amazingly but as consumers we just want things that are convenient don't we so no matter how helpful you are saying you can get it from ebay you can get this from asda go to tesco's for this yeah. it's the fact that you package it all the ingredients or all of the different mixtures etc they're all there yeah. ready for us to go with it really we've done the hard work exactly. for you. yeah yeah we've done the hard work for you we've sourced the material we've packaged it up boxed it up for you you know and you're going to get between three and five experiments every month mm-hmm to do with your child at home that's so cool so cool we would have loved that when we were younger i think and my parents would be happy for the piece <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, cool it. To have that's it like that that's <laughs> it yeah you know, you know it's very rare because like i've like i said I've, I've got children it's very rare that you find something that grabs children in terms of education and makes them want to sit down and do something that's educational based and not you know not playing on their games or on their yeah. xboxes so exactly. it's kind of like you said, Stephanie, it's like a win-win that the parents have got something that keeps their children occupied, but it's also something that the children can enjoy as well. Yeah. And with it being practical, 100%. so theory, educational. Because I think a lot of um, friends who have got children in the kind of the lockdown home learning kind of phase um, were kind of trying to resource lots of things and found quite a few places where you could either download or print off sheets worksheets but that's very kind of two-dimensional theory but yeah I guess if you're going to ignite children's interest in science it's the practical application isn't it and I guess some of the experience are using everyday ingredients or not ingredients but everyday elements that combine to just make something fantastic it's going to just spark imagination because I remember when we was doing it Jonathan always used to say it's got to be about the kids. It's got to be about the kids. And that that was kind of like his his mission. Every time we spoke, it was like, oh, whatever we do next, it's got to be about the kids. It has to be about the kids. It's got to be the kids. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, it all just fell together. And yeah, you know, we, we released the first Box Lab back in September. And actually, I don't know when this podcast will be released, but we're actually going to release the second one on Monday. Oh, it's a, okay. um, we're recording this in November. It'll be out in December on the 14th of December. It's okay. probably sold out if you're hearing it now. Then. Oh, okay. So you're getting in line for the next in line for you, January. You can, you can grab January's box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of the ultimate learning element mm. of your brand. Yeah. It's for me, it's like obviously the educational piece, it's your personality, but it's also, yeah. the, I think, as well, that like, I think this is the Jonathan effect as well, the marketing, because like you say, you've, you've got all of those amazing elements yourself, the actual product, the science element, focusing on the children and their, you know, engagement, et cetera. But it's reached, you know, Drake, for example, you know, some of your videos have gone absolutely viral. So, what is the, I don't know, I suppose if you have, if do you have a strategy in terms of all of this element of marketing? What's the secret? I'm going to be honest, this, this is where I'm going to stand back, right? Because <laughs> I, I said to Jonathan, he has that. And this is why I think, John, like what you said, right? You can have a good product and you can have, you know, you can be, you can have the best product in the world, but if no one knows it's there, it can't be the best product. Mm. And this is where Jonathan, yeah. like, he has that skill. Jonathan has that ability to put magic 
onto something. So he can make something that's basic and put <laughs> he's popping his car, he's popping his car, he's He's able to take something that looks basic and put like the magic on it. And like, you'll notice if you check out the ultimate learning on YouTube, when I was doing it like solo, as it were, it was just me in front of a camera, stood at a whiteboard, it didn't get any more creative than that. That was as far as I could go. But you'll notice the videos suddenly take a, a switch and you can literally pinpoint when Jonathan started. Okay. <laughs> With, you, can literally, you, can literally, you can watch all my videos and realise, ah, this is where Jonathan kicked in. Um, he, nice. um, he created a lot of the content. And what he used to do is send me little snippets. So he would cut snippets out of the main video. I'd upload it to Instagram. And I think that's one where you're talking about where Drake followed. Yeah, man. That's yeah. mental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> th- there was a video. Uh, we put out like a rocket. We made some rockets. And these rockets, we were just flying rockets off. We put the post on Instagram. And it did really, really well. Yeah, Drake tapped follow. <laughs> Drake followed and uh, and DM'd DM'd. How nuts is that? That's amazing. (laughs) So Drake, if you're listening, (laughs) amazing. Yeah. So it was crazy. It was crazy. So (laughs) you know, and and I think this this all just started from us just having fun. It was both of us just. I'm obviously passionate about Mm. the science side of things. And I managed to like rope Jonathan in very early about, you know, the science. And I think like he was learning stuff along the way as we were recording. He's learning Newton's laws of motion and <laughs> reactive, <laughs> reactive metals. But yeah, so, so it just grown like ultimate learning. You know, it, it, we set a goal of to hit a thousand subscribers. We got the thousand. And then Jonathan's still saying, like, what's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. What's next? So, yeah he's, he, yeah, he's the creative genius behind it all, you know. And, and I think that's what makes it such a good relationship because where I, where I slack, he's, like, kind of strong in that area. It sounds like you really both kind mm. of draw on each other's strengths and that's, that's you know, you, it is what it is because of both of you and it's brilliant. And what you're doing for representation in your field is amazing because... You know that you said in the, initially the students you're tutoring were saying you need to be on YouTube because that's where young people go to for information. That's where they are. So, yeah, that's where they are. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, you're, you're having your presence there as a, a male, black, northern teacher is amazing because I guess some... Young. Some, <laughs> yeah, thanks, uh, young, she says. Young as well. Oh, yeah. That... <laughs> young. It makes a difference. Yeah. Do you honestly, the reason why I say that is because when I, like you say, when you think scientists, you don't, I don't think of a young person. That's, but that's been the plan for, like, the, the plan from day one was like, we, we knew, we knew, I was, I was saying, look, the YouTube has to work because... Mm. When you type in any science on YouTube, there's no one who looks like us on YouTube doing science. So mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this has to work. It has to work. It has to work. But yeah, it led on to BoxLab, which hopefully, you know, BoxLab has to work. It has to work. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It will do. And it's yeah. already smashing it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know, God willing. God willing. Keep us in your prayers. Will do. And um, Jonathan, were you looking and seeing and, and what was happening with ultimate learning and kind of waiting to be asked to come on board to help or <laughs> uh, <laughs> you volunteer and you think, no, I, I've got, I can add some magic here? I guess, well, obviously, I know Mike's is definitely, he, and I know he's trying to he's kind of big me up, but Mike's is the driving force. My position has always been kind of facilitator. And when, when I say facilitate, it's because me and Mike, obviously, we've got a long family history. We, like we used to go to like growing up, we'd go there every Saturday. So I've like our, our history with, with Mike's obviously it is it's it's thicker than than war. So when when it's when he's kind of coming to me with an idea, at first I'm like, okay, like you're okay, you're into science, but you remember I'm in I'm into music, you know. This is this is what I'm doing. I, I don't don't pull me over to the science thing, but it's <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but when when he's when he's telling me his idea, it's like okay, well, how can I help? facilitate your idea so at the time i'm already um 
I'm making I'm making videos for like music. So I'm doing little like okay, how I make certain sounds, or I make little videos for me playing to certain songs. Mm-hmm. And then when Mike's just like, okay, I, I want to do this science, I want to do science video, I want to do this. I'm like, okay, how can I help facilitate? So at first it's like we just want to record experiments. And then, then we record experiments, then and it's like, okay, some some are working better than others. Okay, I want to try this, or I want to try that. And then it was a lot of trial and error at, 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 the, at the beginning. Then we kind of got into this kind of, I don't know, like the wheels started kind of just rolling nicely. Rolling. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like, oh, <laughs> this is almost like, okay, we do we do it like this, we do the intro, and then we do the outro, and then, we, and then it, it kind of became, okay, this is working. And then it was like, each time we did something, it was like, let's up the production value. Let's, let's yeah. add a thumbnail or let, let's, let's add let's add some cool, I don't know, a little, little effect. Okay, let's add some more music. Let's add, it just kind of started to develop. And then a year later, I'm, I'm on this science roller coaster now, which at the beginning, <laughs> I, wasn't, at the beginning I was just hoping that. Now I'm like, now I'm it. <laughs> now, now I'm I, I enjoy it. it was, I, I think when we started to bring the kids in, and especially because we both got kids, mm-hmm. and I could see the kids really being engaged into yeah. like what, like not only they're learning something, but they they're having fun and they're engaged. It was like this is a no-brainer. Yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't you can't deny what's going on here. Oh, brilliant! And do you get a lot of feedback from your friends and wider family as well about what you're doing and and how they kind of using it with for their children? When we did the, the elephants toothpaste, when, when we thought, okay, Mike's Mike's wanted to he wanted to kind of do elephants toothpaste video big, and was like, okay, let, let's let's bring down as many kids as we can get down. So I brought my goddaughter, we brought our other cousin, and I think Mike's brought his cousin with his two daughters. So we had a load yeah. of kids in this field. And it was it was the kids' face when they left. It's like, whoa, this is fun. Or when, when's the video going to go up? Oh my God. And they're there with their phones. And it, I think that's that's when it's like, it's the eureka moment. It's like, yeah, this, this is what we're doing it for. It's the look on their faces. It's like, whoa, this is from science. Yeah. This is probably something you can learn and you can do when you're older. Oh, I love it. I mean, I want to go and I watch all of that. I mean, I don't have kids yet, but I guess no one's going to know if I'm watching them on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> For research to pass on to my godchildren. Uh, no, it sounds amazing. And it looks I guess so fun. It's such a passion project. I'm sure it, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of hours go into planning, recording, editing. But oh, the headaches. I'm tell- John- Jonathan knows, right? I've rang this. I've rang my cousin. I can only do it because he's my cousin. <laughs> Jonathan knows, right? Jonathan knows and he can vouch me on this. I've rang him up like, cuz, the weather's good. We've got to do a video now. We've, <laughs> we've, got, to, we've got to go now. And he's like, and, and you know what? I, I take my hat off to him. Never once has he said no. He's always just been oh. like, yeah, okay, let's just do it. Let's just go. Mm. And we've mm. gone, we've gone, we've done a video. And even, even I've called him up on the last minute. It's like, okay, let's get this shot. Let's get this angle. Let's make it better here. Let's improve this. So, you know, you always need, and this is what I've learned. You need someone who has what you don't have. Mm. You see what I mean? You know, because yeah. you, you, you can't do everything. You're, you're not, you know, you're not an island. You need... Yeah. yeah, you know, someone has to tell you like, "Yo, that wasn't good. This could be improved." Yeah, and you know, who who better to do it than family? Yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. I'm looking straight at Julie's face, <laughs> and I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. That's... We're like chalk and cheese. We're that's like chalk and cheese, but it works. Yeah. You know? that's what works. Yeah. Like, that's you know, like like yeah. I said before, right? Jonathan is so creative, like. He's told me about the new Box Lab advert. I can't wait to see it. He's not oh, he's wow. refusing to show it to me. Oh. Um, but he's made he's made the new Monday. Monday. Oh, for the new for the new um the new yeah. So I but, but he's he's that so you know, I'm not creative at all. You know, my brain doesn't tick that way. So, like you said, you know, in that sense, me and Jonathan are chalk and cheese because he's a very fine, detailed person. He will look at the fine detail. I just look at the big picture. And he's he's like, yo, cuz slow down, we've got to look here, look there. And I'm like, no, nah, just do it, just do it, just 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 do it. And he's so, so like some of the conversations that we have. <laughs> 
yeah. Who's, who's the, the fine? Who's the fine detail? Who's the one that does the Julie. detail? Oh, Julie. Julie. Yeah. yeah, that's Jonathan. That's Jonathan. Oh, Julie, it drives me mental. I'll post something and she's like, "Can you just take it down?" There's a spelling mistake. Oh, there's an apostrophe <laughs> that means moving. I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what?" <laughs> What, what month are you born in, Julie? Let's see if it's the same. Oh, I'm March. I'm March. Oh, you're March. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> it does work, though. I think it, it does. I think yeah. we're, we couldn't we're both, both be detail people. Nah. We couldn't both be big picture. Let's no. just do it and think about, you know, sleep. We can sleep later to just do everything yeah. now. <laughs> That's yeah. You need that. You do need that. And, and you know, like I said, like, so when I first started doing like the ultimate learning videos, the people who were recording me the first time, I'm not trying to put them on blast, but they were just too much like me. Mm. As in, they were too laid back, too chilled. Like, oh yeah, we'll do it when it's when it needs doing. And you need someone that's like, no, we need to do it now. Yeah. So because, because of that, that kind of didn't work. And then, you know... I remember Jonathan was putting the pressure on me, like, yo, we need to be doing one video a week. We've got to be pushing it out once a week. And I'm like, yo, I ain't got no more in me, man. I've, we've got, I'm up late thinking of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. It's good. Well, it works. And I think the, the yeah, variety is amazing. Like you said, I think we've got... The, the, the mixture or whatever kind of um, schedule that you work to. I think it works really well. So yeah, just keep it up. I want to see more and more stuff. I can't wait to see the new advert on Monday. I'm, listen, I'm looking forward to it because <laughs> John, Jonathan called me yesterday and he said, oh, the advert's good. And when he says it, I know what that means. So, <laughs> oh, amazing. I, I can't wait. We're all going to be shocked together <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna see it on monday and yeah but that's the beauty of it that's that's the beauty no, of it sounds amazing yeah no it's brilliant i i can just know that you're gonna go on to like bigger and bigger things and and that it's gonna be a great success and it's so great as you know we've already said about the representation for the students you already teach or the people or young minds that are coming across you on youtube do you think it's important for all children to have that representation in the classroom or like in their homes which have now become the classroom I never had uh I think it's what you said Steph earlier on although my secondary school was like diverse college was diverse my university was diverse there was never there was kind of like never that person except for my dad I hold my dad in high esteem because he's you know my dad's a maths teacher yeah yeah I think I yeah. followed in that steps because he kind of laid that that standard, I'd say. My dad laid that standard out for me. But yeah, that, that's where representation is key because I always had that at home. So I could come home and I could see like, oh, you know, my dad, he's a black male. He's in education. He's been a maths teacher since way back when. So representation is, is always important. And, you know, if you hear what's interesting is, you know, a lot of, a lot of the groups that set up during like the lockdown, a lot of these black economics groups and the, these black groups that have set up just reading the comments I spend a lot of time just reading the comments that are in there I don't post much but I'll I'll read comments and a lot of the comments were you know mm. we need more scientists we need more doctors we need yes. more this we need more this we need more engineers we need more mechanics so, so reading the comments let me know that this is a pain that the community is feeling that, mm, yeah. that they feel we're not being represented fairly or we're not being represented accurately in all of these different sectors. And it was amazing, you know, the amount of groups, like I said, I never really commented on much, but I just used to read. And a lot of the groups were just saying the same thing. We need more teachers. We need more doctors. We need more this. We need more that. And, you know, that's where your representation is key. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear that. I think when, um, and this is again to gas you up, but when we posted about you, there was a real split. I'll of, take all of, the gas. I'll take all the gas. I'll take all the gas. We want it all. Boxlab wants it all. You had a large group of people commenting that were young, that were saying like, this is amazing and easy follow. This is really cool, which was standard. I, I yeah. To be fair, I did expect that. Yeah. And then the other handful of comments that I completely forgot about was 
teachers and there were lots of our friends yes. that follow a teacher yeah. and they were like saying oh my god this is amazing we yeah. need more scientists we need more scientists not that, that not that are just black but that put themselves out on a platform so that other black people can see that there are black scientists that are young cool passionate but I so think it was is, incredible to get all of that this is where you know and and we've all got a responsibility because i think anyone who anyone who has made it to a level of success you almost have that responsibility to show the community how it's done mm, because yes. because there are like you know when i said to you before right the first ever school that i worked in i, I won't name the school but the first school that i i worked in you take for granted, right, that because my dad, living with my dad, he had always spelled out the route for my life. Not, not like he dictated what route I should take, but he always used to say to me, like, Michael, if you want to do this in life, this is the path you need to follow. And if mm. you want to do this in life, this is the path you need. So I had, I had that careers advisor at home. Do you see what I mean? So yeah, I, mm -hmm. I had... Yeah. I had someone at home who, who could give me that advice. And it's amazing that when I went to, you know, the first school where I taught, a lot of the kids were like, oh, so, sir, because you're a teacher, does that mean you've gone to uni? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, how do you get into uni? And you, you, you stop and yeah. pause. You, you stop and pause and you're like, stuff that I've took for granted you know, just, just as simple as how to get into university, there are other kids that really just didn't have a clue. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking, these are like year eight, year nine, year Crazy, 10 man. students. And for them, you know, university was something that was so far away from what they were thinking about, you know, that's where the impact, I think, you know, that's where we who are in a position to do so we owe it to the next generation just to say look not everybody wants to be a scientist i can appreciate that but if you do want to be successful in life this is how it, there's a there's a formula to follow basically and it's giving away that formula to say you know how to do it and that's where i think representation is key because yeah we if I didn't have my dad, who would I have had guiding me along the path? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You two are both obviously first of your siblings, aren't you? So mm -hmm. just like I always see Julie doing stuff and succeeding, for me yeah. it was always like, I can do it because Julie's done it. So then Julie's you then have that level yeah. of, of responsibility going down, don't you? You do. And, and, and you know, and even, you know, like you said, my dad used to drill that home to me as in, yeah. you've got you've got yeah. two younger brothers who are watching what you're doing and if you exactly you know if you don't step correct your brothers are going to follow what you're doing and I was like okay cool so I always was always conscious of like okay look I've got two invisible brothers who may not be in the same classroom as me or they may not be in you know at, at the job that I'm I'm working at but you're setting an example yeah yeah and there's always yeah. someone kind Absolutely. of watching. There's somebody watching, even when you don't know that they're exactly. watching. Definitely. So, you know, yeah. th that, that's the plan. And, and I hope that, you know, the, the message really of, of what we're doing is we're not trying to, you know, get in box lab or watching ultimate learning. This isn't about becoming a scientist or a teacher or, or any of those professions. This is just to change your mind that, mm you can do it if you put your mind to it if you if it's something that you really want to do there are people out there that can help you get to where you want to be yeah mm. i love it i love it and i think you do it so well and it's it's executed in a really relatable way as well i think some people are just natural aren't they in terms of being in a, in a public forum or being a public face and you do it really really well the marketing is incredible so I'm buzzing to to see what happens on Monday <laughs> <laughs> honestly we're, Your pressure, we're big fans there's pressure there's pressure there's pressure, there's pressure. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, It'll be amazing. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's probably going to go and re-edit the whole video. <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 don't touch it. <laughs> he's probably going to re-edit the video. <laughs> oh, so um, now's the time in the podcast to ask you both what we call our melanin magic question. And just to remind everyone, that is, what are your hopes and dreams for Black British culture in the next five to ten years? And do you have any insight as to how we're going to get there? Who would like to go first? I'll chip in. I'll go first. What I would love to see in Black British culture is kind of like what we've touched on throughout this conversation, more representation in different sectors. So... <laughs> aligned. <laughs> so, we, Has he we, stolen your answer? Have I stolen his answer? He's, he's, yeah, he's lying. Now it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, we kind of touched on it and just to say, you know, it, it would be good if... Because like I said, not every kid is going to be interested in science, but there should be someone in every sector who is there to show a perspective, you know, construction, finance, healthcare. We've got people in each sector that's able just to not necessarily pass the baton on, but at least give that advice on how to do it. Because, you know, we, we don't know. There, there could be a young economist out there that doesn't know how to do it how do I get into that field yeah and there's and they've got no kind of links to that field so I would just like to say that look in five years time that we've got more representation in different sectors not just the sectors that people believe we should be in but we're actually in more uh, a, a, a wide variety of sectors sectors and how how we do that it all starts with box lab by by box lab <laughs> it all it all starts with, it all starts with buying box lab absolutely that, that first box set, that, that, first the box, in a... that first box would just set everything in motion <laughs> no but I, I sit I seriously that's got Julie <laughs> No, to be, to be serious with that, I think, you know, we're living in a time now where, you know, you, you're going to have to be educated to a certain level. You're going to have to, and I don't just mean degrees and, and A-levels, but you've got to have a skill. You have to have something that you can put your hands to and say, this is my skill. This is my specialism. This is what I'm good at. Whether that be, you know, whatever trade it may be, whatever, you know, whatever trade or, or qualification or career that is, because only from there can you kind of build on what's next. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I think it all starts with education. And again, I don't just mean GCSEs and A-levels. This is, you know, not everybody's academic. Some people are good with their hands, but it's finding that skill finding what you're good at and having people there to kind of help you along the way and that's me <laughs> I should, I should that, Jonathan. go on no, I um well i was going to say a representation but because you stole my answer <laughs> i'm going to say um i'm going to say innovation and the reason i want to say innovation is mike's actually sent me a link the other day we were talking we had a meeting the day and we were talking and he sent me a link and he was talking about, the link was to do with the lack of innovation and how, especially British culture, we used to have, well, we, we used to, I don't know in terms of ranking, but we used to be a country where innovation was quite at the forefront or mm. we, we were doing quite well in there. So I'd like to see in five years, more innovative kind of concepts going on. It's not necessarily, again, not, not in science, could be in anything, but we're not just copying trends. So I know, especially with the music, we always tend to be, behind in sense of like America will do something first and then we'll do it. It would be nice to be innovating and kind of carving our own trend into whatever kind of field your innovation's in, but being more at the forefront so and not not necessarily following behind. Brilliant. Yeah, I like that. I think we'll get there definitely, definitely if, if we have more representation of, okay, you can actually, you can have, you know, you can do your own ideas, you can experiment, it yeah. is okay to try something new and not be afraid or not wait till you've seen it first on YouTube from yeah. a guy in America who is crazy and then, <laughs> and then we follow on it's like try and error not being afraid to take risks 
an experiment and just kind of following up on your ideas. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And again, just to just to plug what we're doing again, like this is what I believe Box Lab is about because we're teaching kids from a young age. It's okay to experiment. It's okay, mm. you know, it's okay to experiment. It's okay to get things wrong. It's okay to learn. Learning doesn't necessarily have to be this prescriptive one size fit all route that, you know, that, that Box Lab is, is about saying, look, it gives you that freedom to learn with your hands. You get that freedom to learn independently as well. Yeah. You know, you don't necessarily need a teacher to guide you through it. You can have fun experimenting by yourself. And, and I guess that whole I love thing that. Of- learning for learning sake because you're interested in it not because it's on the curriculum and you're not because it's just curriculum yeah yeah Yeah. because that that's just so like I just just got almost like a flashback of it was a science class because the high school I went to we did like a combined honors science and people asking really the class being really interested I can't remember what it was but the teacher saying look guys I'm really sorry you're not going to be tested on it it's not on the curriculum I mean but yeah. there was a real genuine interest. So interest. If, you, if you're able to explore genuine interest to, to whatever degree you want to go on and, and be encouraged in that, then these are all transferable in whatever kind of area yeah. of life you percent. When I look at your clips or envisage people opening the boxes up, I think the, pra- the practical element for kids at a young age to mm. like look at instructions or look at, you know, like you say, the basics in terms of how to create all of the experiments but also work collaboratively and how how to ask questions and not feel silly asking questions those small like soft skills shall we say are just as important as the end result of completing the actual experiment and I think the confidence a kid can get from not one box but the next one and the next one it's those soft skills for any job you need them so I just think the concept's incredible it is and and, and you know like I said this isn't about you know, we would love it if everyone who bought a box lab became a scientist, but this is about just like you said, this is about you learning different skills at home that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and again, look, again, I'm still working in a school at the moment and students aren't getting any practical skills at all because of, because of, um, because exactly. of, co- yeah, because of COVID, um, practical experiments you know the one thing I look forward to in science they've been taken away from them now so secondary school students are unable to do practical science due to the measures that are in place because they can't ensure you know that test tubes are cleaned and you know so they've, they've took it all away so students are missing out now on one element of their study which again you know I think to myself if you took practicals out of science I perhaps may not have gone on to do 100% I may not have gone on to do a level or or my degree I'd have just thought this is boring this is just textbook yeah yeah doesn't distinguish it from other classes or disciplines yeah 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 and you know you don't get to see the full spectrum I suppose if you're taking out the practical element Mm. so just going back to box lab what age are you kind of What's your target age for the, the sets? So, yeah, we, we target from eight-year-olds all the way up to 12. You can do box lab at a younger age if you, you know, if you've... you've got supervision. Yeah, supervision yeah. with your parents. And it's re- because nothing that we use is toxic or, or hazardous. But, you know, the 12-year-olds, uh, the 11 and 12-year-olds, they can do it pretty much independently. But your younger ages... Depending on, you know, I think someone who bought Box Lab emailed me, they bought it for their five-year-old. Um, and the dad, you know, the dad, okay. yeah, the, the dad sat down with his five-year-old to do it. Um, That's lovely. That's great. Wait, so it's a cool way to spend time with your kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's a cool way to spend time with you. T- we tick all boxes. Box Lab ticks all boxes. Yeah. And it's monthly, is it? Monthly and subscription as well, is it? So, or well, okay, so uh, now, now you're asking for the five-year plan. Oh. Well, no, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just asking just so that people... <laughs> no, so, no, I, so that, that is the plan. So, again, that's where Jonathan comes in because we developed the first box and the, the first box was just like a, 
a trial like mm -hmm. does this does this even work mm -hmm. you know is there a market for this yeah um the response has been amazing so the the plan is like next year to turn it into the subscription wow fantastic that's gonna be so, so cool yeah so next so we're just, we're selling individual boxes at the moment but then yeah. the plan is but when we hit august next year we'd have done a whole year of experiments, experiments yeah and now we can turn it into a subscription yeah oh, but we've got ad adult boxes we've got adult science boxes oh right okay Amazing. So, yeah we're, 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 we're gonna cover everything yeah <laughs> we're, we're covering everything brilliant <laughs> that's super cool i yeah. love it so in terms of how listeners can get in touch buy the product see your experiments etc go for it push your promo all right cool so i'll push the ultimate learning because john is in charge of the socials for box lab but ultimate learning yeah you, if you are you know interested in tuition gcse or a level uh, tuition in sciences you can find us or you can find us at uh, ultimate learning on instagram you'll see all the crazy experiments on there you can drop a dm <laughs> drop a dm <laughs> or if you're interested in some of the experiments that we've been doing you can find us on youtube uh at, again ultimate learning on youtube join with the box lab so the, uh, you can find us on facebook box lab experience or the 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 store is going to be boxlab.store so all the all the box labs are going to be on there all the instructional information so we're kind of saying it we're trying to say it almost like a like a bite size so it's going to be each box will have its own page so you can you can run through the experiments oh, we'll have some okay, yeah. on there and the manual will be on there we'll have some fun facts on there some questionnaires and then eventually we'll have some kind of little micro games on there as well Amazing. fantastic oh it, i'm so excited i can't wait to see it all and you're also on instagram aren't you box lab as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. same it's a box, box lab experience, experience. Yep. yeah box okay, lab experience brilliant. oh That's well it. Fantastic. It has been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Thank yeah, you so much nice. for your time. Yeah, and, thank you. Um, no, thank you. We'll go on for all evening, but <laughs> maybe, maybe another time. But that's all from Definitely. us today. Thank you so much, Michael and Jonathan, for joining us. And yeah, it's been amazing. So interesting and informative. And we can't wait to see what Boxlam and Ultimate Learning go on to, to give us. And yeah, so thank you to our listeners for listening and join us again next time.